Hello and uh, welcome to Tales from Wales podcast. Uh, this episode features drummer from up and coming band The Now, Callum Vandenborgard. Uh, it's great catching up with Callum. Uh, he's you know so level and so grounded for such a young guy and obviously very very talented drummer too. This episode was actually recorded just before Christmas, so some of the dates mentioned by Callum are a little bit out of date now. But if you want to catch up with anything The Now we're doing, um, they're available on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, but, uh, and uh, if you're not familiar with them yet, give them a listen to a great band. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 24 of the Tales from Wales podcast. Welcome to the Tales from Wales podcast with me, Stephen Evans, and Drew Taylor. This week's guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi guys, uh, my name's Callum Van den Borgard, playing a band called The Now, based in Wales. Nice. In Swansea, Wales. <laughs> How long have you been going? Uh, the Now is a band that hasn't been going for that long, it's been about a year and a half now. Um, but me and the vocalist Shane have been doing little bits together, not so much with our own music, but playing in covers bands and pub bands. Yeah. Last two years, I think. It's impressive, though, because you said earlier that you're only twenty years old. Just turned twenty before Halloween. That's insane. That's I'm, I'm the youngest one of the group. Yeah, that's good. That, that's probably good when it comes to you know the groupies and stuff, probably, isn't it? You know. It's right now that I'm twenty and I'm not like seventeen anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work before when I was like seventeen. Shane was twenty. Uh, do you have like, oh, he's so cute. I still have it. Yeah, I, I look twelve and I'm like fifty. So I'll always have that. Uh, it'll be good when you're 40, though. I'll right? be happy when I'm 40. I looked. I used to look really young when I was 20. I'm 30. Yeah, I'm 38 now. And I, still, I think I still look pretty young. But Not 38, no. No, no, no. But I'd probably look at 36, probably, don't I? We'll go with yeah. <laughs> Not two years off. If Not I, two years. If I lost about two stone, I think I'd be all right. But that's you know, never going to happen. Again. So, um, Carl, we've only got or we've only got you on the on the recording time because yeah. one of your bandmates is, is stuck in traffic. Um, the other yeah. the other Callum in the bands, yeah, yeah Bromage, um, he's not you, so you can say whatever you want. Now, are you the better yeah. Callum or is he the better Callum? Hundred percent the better Callum. Yeah, <laughs> he looks better Gary Styles if you look at the photo of him, and he hates us saying that, but that's he's not you. So, but no, yeah, want to stick up for yourself. Can't can't do things we know he's not you. No. Uh, no, he's useless. He's stuck in traffic, and Shane was supposed to be coming here as well, uh, singer. But he's had a family emergency, so he's at the stay back uh, really unexpectedly. So oh, hope everything's okay, Shane. Yeah, he should be all good. He you you, you describe yourself as like a, a South Wales-based band. Um, you're from different parts of South Wales, isn't it, collectively? Yeah, me and Bromage are from Swansea. We both live in Swansea now. Um, Shane, I think Shane's from Aberdeen, but he lives in Glenith. And then you've got J.O. Basis in, who's Merthyr, and of course Ryan's Merthyr as well. So yeah, Ryan, uh, Ryan, uh, manager, producer, manager. Well, manager. <laughs> everything. He's at, but he's on at contract. He's manager. He does, he does everything. Films and does all sorts. It's of Actually, things. he's on his phone now, man sourcing at the next man, gig. Man of many he's, talents. He's emailing away us now for a good support. Uh, so, so, like as we know, Wales is not a massive place. Um, no. But you are from quite sort of far, sort of spread out parts of South Wales. How did you? Yeah. How did you meet and get together as a band? Um, it was all with me and Shane, really. Like, um, well, I, I said I'm twenty. Cal. Bromage is going on 23 so he was quite me and him were in the same comprehensive school but he was you know like three years in comp school yeah. not, it's Which a big gap when you're 10, 10, when you're 10 and you're 7 it's a big That's gap it, it's, it? it's a big gap yeah. you, don't, you don't even see each other really so um, 
I knew of him from there, but we we never spoke once. And then um, during that time where me and him were friends when I was in school, um, I used to go to this jam night in Neath, and it's like an open mic night, you know, with open mics. Yeah, yeah. But musicians, random musicians would get up and play different things. And I met Shane, because um, we weren't too far off age, he's 22 as well. Started playing just covers together, um, and then we were friends then for like a year and a half-ish, close, just me and him. And then we thought, oh, it'd be, be good to start writing our own stuff. And then I started going to college doing music, and I saw Bromagen, I spotted him, and then me and him started talking for the first time, like even though we'd known each other for years, we were never mates. So um, got, got him in then, and then Ryan got Jay in, because we, oh, we, we've played and recorded with about three different bass players over like a year, it was a nightmare, and Ryan said I know someone, so that's we brought Jay in then. And that was, so uh, you've had the luxury of like, Picking who you want in your band rather than sort of it's friends nice. friends forming a band, you'd be able to pick more based on talent yeah, and buddies nice. who are good boys. And it's great with Bromage as well. He's a, he's a great guitarist, but he's never had any. Well, it's the same as me. It's, it's my first original band. Then you were making your own music, so he was really excited to be in. He's brilliant as well, and Shane's songwriting. So I knew it'd be great. It was just struggling for the bassist till he helped us out. It was a nightmare, absolute nightmare trying to get a full time bassist to be on a, you know, on all the gigs with us and the. The critics spending money on rehearsal rooms and so is it easier in, when you're looking for band members? Is it easier to find uh, guitarists and drummers and harder to find bass players? A good bass players harder to come by? I think so. I, d- I don't think as many bass players to come by really, especially in Swansea. Anyway, there's nothing. So finding the good ones a bonus as well because I don't. I find most bass players or people who are willing to play the bass are just like guitarists who want to try something new. There's not a, a hell of a lot of people who love playing bass. I don't know why, but there's not. Is that a bit of a fast road route into a band? If you if you wanted to pick up, <laughs> probably, if you to take two strings yeah. off your guitar, yeah. If, you if, can, you're uh, been, if you're a good guitarist, you could probably jump into a band as a bass player and do all right. Because we've had um, Tyler Campbell on over week up the last one. He's bass player mm-hmm. in Phil Campbell of Bastard Sounds. He's guitarist in People and Poet, so yeah. he can easily obviously transition between the two. Yeah. Bits of both. Yeah. Whereas if you're ever short, the drummers. Ever short, give him a shout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When Jay don't turn up to podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you said you're the only band member who's here tonight in the lovely confines of uh, Snails Deli in Rubina. Um, you have to fill, it, fill us in the rest of the band now. So you are Callum, you play drums. Who else yeah. have we got? Uh, we got Callum Bromage, plays lead guitar. We got Jay Evans, plays bass. And we got Shane Callan, who he plays rhythm guitar and sings as well and everything and writes more stuff. So being the drummer, like drummers are typically sort of. Uh, Quite wild, quite sort of big, per, big personalities. Yeah. Do, you, do you fit the sort <laughs> yeah. of stereotypical drummer? Um, I don't think I do really. I don't. I'm not. I'm not too. Um, I, I'm not shy or anything, but I don't. I, I don't think I fit the thing of like a rock drummer. Who's yeah. Normally, I don't. So you have I've, never been, Royce into I've never been yet. shy or anything. I, I, I think most people put me down as like a wedding band drummer or like a corporate function drummer. Okay. Ryan disagrees. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm the rock. I, 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 I don't think I'm the rock drummer type of thing. So the rock and roll. You have to. Well, you're two you'll, beers you'll, away from being. <laughs> you'll have to explain that to us. You sort of described yourself as a, a wedding band or a corporate drummer. What's the difference between a wedding band drummer and a rock drummer? Oh, Lord, it's like too handsome, is it? <laughs> two beers. <laughs> two beers. That's a difference. No, like I've never. Well, I've never really played rock anyway. I've always liked it, but I've, I've never really played it. My my thing into getting money and getting gigs was going with the function band route. So an agency hiring us out to play. I don't know whether whether it's in it's in France, like nearby, or a lot of England type stuff, or Cardiff. I thought I was just gonna go that route. And I, I was. I don't know because I knew the boys were never like too rocky with all the long hair and things. I thought I'd never get into it. So when I was practicing and 
learning songs, trying to myself, make myself a better drummer in the house. I was never going over that stuff. So it was, it's a big jump because this band started going more rockier as well in energy. So this is like my first time doing it. I'm not used to it. So you say like know. function, function drummer, function band. What, what's yeah. that? Because that's not a term I've heard before. No, it's um, just private events, corporate events, okay. weddings are the most normal should you play public. more what you're requested to play then rather than what you want to play it, in a way yes even though we have our own set list in a way like they they like uh, they do their homework on the band and they, there's videos of the band available of us playing live and promo they can uh, like the set list is online on the website for them to look at so they know exactly what they're getting um, songs they really like pick or request if they re- request a first dance or something if it's a wedding but Sex um, on Fire, Kings Leon. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> well, that, that, that's why I'm happy not to be doing that stuff now. It's um. What's the worst song you've you've uh, you've done at one of those functions? Oh jeez. Uh, Sex on Fire is up there. Yeah, that's awful that song. might be it. Awful that might be song. It. Like it's lucky, like the stereophonics with the court would be up there as well. Yeah. But it's not not Sex on Fire. Yeah. Is it? Sex on Fire just sounds like a like a like a, a song about King, a venereal disease. Kings of Leon, one of my favourite bands. The, the, first the, two albums, loved it. Oh, the first, honestly, the earlier Kings of Leon stuff's amazing. Yeah. It's brilliant, but yeah. they've just they ruined it for themselves. Yeah, they sucked off the, <laughs> the money teat, didn't they? You know? Oh, God. But oh. then again, if a, if a band did the same thing over and over again, I suppose it, you do grow with age and change well, that's it. things. It does and change. Perhaps at some point in, in time, people were saying, oh, remember when the now, the first two albums were great, and now yeah. they've gone all corporate. Oh, we, we might have gone really poppy. You know, it's like the it's like 1975, didn't it? it used to be a lot rougher, like rocky, like bedroom type stuff, which I loved. And then they've gone really poppy, and now they just released a track people and it sounds like a Marilyn Manson track so <laughs> yeah different, different all over the and, and it's good to do change, isn't it? mm. and you don't get bored then do you either because you're doing different things and trying different doing the same thing all the time before we do get bored yeah or like even with us now even the, even those songs we've wrote we can't keep the same set list for a long time we can't play the same songs for a year we got to be writing new stuff yeah and we feel well, like people get bored as well listening to it all the time. If you get bored for it, it's not going to be as good, is then it? It's not, we're not going to be playing as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're not going to be into it as much. It's a similar no. thing with comedy. It's like I think eighty. I think you should perform eighty percent for the audience, twenty percent for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to keep yeah, that definitely. little bit for yourself to, yeah. to, to, to keep wanting to get back on the stage. And yeah. it's comedy and music are different. But if you're if you're performing comedy and you're just going through the motion, the same music, I'm the audience will pick up on that, and you're not giving the performance yeah. you deserve. Well, you're not going to give it hundred percent if you can't be bothered to be saying it. It's the same with. Same with covers gigs anyway, most of the covers gigs I do, I'm, I'm just going there trying to get the money and go home because I'm not really into them at all. No. But and it is. Like that, sadly, for a lot of covers musicians. But. Like a couple of times that you've mentioned like doing covers and being a function drummer and that sort of thing and then mm-hmm. transitioning into your own material. Yeah. Is that the normal sort of route musicians take with bands? Like I, start doing covers and then move into your own stuff? I feel like it's the opposite. Right. Like, I, I, the band that I used to play with, with the agency, they, they used to be the. Um, Rocky, yeah, they oh, they used to be the uh, Rocky original type, like really rough and proper stuff. And then I don't know, they just saw that there's just not the there's not a great scene for it anymore because they're they're Swansea boys as well. So I think when they saw they could get into this agency stuff and get paid, you know, it was good money for it and things, but and good gigs. But I I don't know if they'd happy doing that's fine. But I'd yeah. rather try get good gigs doing their own stuff. Yeah, I think it's better off. Because like, they with, enjoy it. with comedy, comedy is 
all, all your material, Jimmy. You can't be yeah. a covers comedian as such. You do have the odd sort <clears> of <throat> weird. Like, have you seen any stuff like um, Lee Evans tribute act on Peter Kitchen? Very strange. It's really strange. I've never heard of that. Yeah, the, the, surely it's very good. You, you see, I'm mean, be like, it's a, a good club up in Hull called Comedy Lounge, and now and again they'll have a Roy Chubby Brown tribute act, and it's, it's, I find it odd. But um, I find comedy is very competitive, very oversaturated. But, but music, yeah. e- even more again, isn't it? It's, it's a very, it's a, it's a very it competitive scene and industry, isn't it? It is. It, it, it's weird trying to find all your own inspiration for songs. It's because um, you could easily, even if you don't mean it in a bad way, you could easily rip off other people's songs. Can you? Or, yeah. And, and people do. Well, the big musicians get taken to court and stuff for it all the time, don't yeah. they? So, yeah. oh, was that Robin Thicke and Pharrell, wasn't it? Pharrell. So, for, um, so much of everybody. Yeah, blurred it, lines, wasn't it? Blurred lines. It's yeah. A Marvin Gaye song. Marvin Gaye. And that's like Ed Sheeran done a bit. Ed Sheeran. That, uh, yeah. Let's get it on. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all that. Because it's, it's just brazen theft. Yeah, using his like his rhythm and his beats and stuff to make money for yourself, mm. and they and they made it. I can't believe comedians do it. That's mental. Yeah, that's that's yeah. silly. That is. Yeah, I let I let. Well, I'll be able to say that you know when I'm any any better. You know. Possibly a Stefan no, Evans tribute. No one's ever going to say my fucking jokes, are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but it, it can be a fine line between like sort of inspiration and and yeah. sort of you know reference and things. Mm-hmm. I think obviously to almost accidental blade and copying and stuff yeah yeah but i don't feel like a lot of people do it maliciously no definitely not it's a formula same as like a drum beat there's only so many beats you can do that's it yeah and it's the same with guitarists anyway like you're guitarists and drummers like guitarists are all playing after Jimi hendrix and Stevie ray vaughan it's it's all influenced in it yeah if you're playing blues you're basically copying a guitarist anyway yeah yeah so we're, we're musicians i think you're allowed a bit more but songwriting like original material, like your own jokes and songwriting and stuff, I don't think you can. No, it needs to be. You've got to avoid it, don't you? Yeah. You can't do that. Um, you said that, like, as a band, you've been together for eighteen months. Yeah, no, no more than that. I think as a band, we haven't been together that long. Have things been moving quite quickly for you? Massively. Like we were doing bits. Like, God, if we wanted to, we could just put on a gig in Swansea every weekend. Yeah. In our local, and we got we got great venues doing stuff locally, and they're, they're brilliant. And if bands want to play there every week, that's fine. But you're not gonna like these bands. Former Trap and Swansea have, I don't know, they they get their crowds, but it's the same crowd every gig, and they're, they're not going anywhere really. They're not leaving, and it's a shame. Playing a bit safe, like yeah. And we were gonna fall into the trap of doing that, and then Ryan, he just I don't know what. You were four months in, we we were a complete different band from him doing stuff. We were. Like we wouldn't have been on this feelings gigs, and we wouldn't have been headlining in London and Manchester. It just we we wouldn't have got out there. We wouldn't have had the contacts there anyway. But I don't know. We just we would have been happily sat in Swansea, and then it probably would have taken a year for us to realise. Oh, I'd like to play away somewhere now. Or yeah. So but it has moved really quick. Do you think that can sometimes be a bit of a? And I say this with caution. I don't want to offend anyone, but a bit yeah. of a, a, a Valley's mentality, as in, oh, we stay local and we keep it safe and we'll. That works yeah. and we like that. That's it, what they do. do. With that. Do, 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 is Bands it, is, do it. It's an easy it's trap to fall into as well. Yeah, it is. Like we would have done it without realizing, and we're a band that really wants to get out there, and we we would have done that. But I don't know. It's, I suppose it's nice. You see these bands locally in Swansea now, and people are singing their songs, and they sell out these the same venue in Swansea as they were in yeah. three weeks ago, and it's good, but. I don't know. I, I'd rather be playing away to smaller crowds of people than I believe you are. I, I would rather expanding the net, don't you? More, well, that's more, it. more people, hopefully more fans, isn't it? That's it. You can be huge in Swansea, and then no one else knows you. Then well, I don't know what you're going to do. There's yeah, that's it. There's not many contacts in Swansea to do anything to take it further. Do you think is a danger then of like becoming sort of too, too sort of too Welsh-centric, and you're a Welsh band as opposed to a yeah. band? Yeah, I, d- I yeah. 
I, th- I think it is, but uh, even though it might not be a bad thing, but I don't know, you just want to get out there, you want to be playing these big festivals that, and they're not in Wales, are they, and things, you can't yeah. just be, um, I don't know, even Stereophonics and things, they know a Welsh band and they, mm. they've still expanded and gone oh, out there and yeah, played yeah. all these different things. Well, they've got a Coachella, yeah. don't they? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, where, where's, with, over the last 18 months, where's the band taken you so far anyway, Dristin, or, or Exotic, or, or Lesso? Or Weird. Or Weird, <laughs> plenty of Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even of just weird, Swansea was Weird yeah. enough, I'm sure. Yeah, Swansea's Weird enough, sure. <laughs> um, just different places like Manchester we've done London we've done even though it's local Merthyr Rising which is one of the best gigs I think we'll do that was that was brilliant that yeah, was Merthyr Rising great festival oh, it was great, 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 um, was great, great different uh, things thing like even things which aren't that far like Bristol we played in the bowling alley which was open till half three in the morning yeah, called yes. the lanes that was right. class and uh, after we finished it was, they had some reggae night or something on it was ran it was like a nightclub and, what was that? Oh, but yeah, we, but yeah, we can't. Yeah, we tried booking another. You know, we had we had loads of fun. We did half three in the morning with a bowling ball, and uh, <laughs> Bromwich put us straight through a pillar instead of going down the lane. But if he was here, he could have told you. But yeah, it is a video. What if he was here? You could have blamed somebody else in the band. And that was it. No, but uh, yeah, uh, no, that that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, so was that a one-off gig, or do they regularly have gigs in this? Um, and I should. They, I'd imagine they, they definitely regularly have events. I don't know what bands. Yeah, because it's it's a bowling alley, alley. and then there's a bar in the middle of it, and then there's a stage with a nightclub. So there's got to be whether it's a band or not. There's definitely stuff on all weekend, every weekend. And there's a hostel upstairs, and we stayed the roughest. (laughs) It was brilliant. We really enjoyed. That's brilliant. You could, you know, you got banned and like you know something to do with a bowling ball. Mm. You could have stuck two fingers in the thumb and said, "Then I got off." Much worse, (laughs) couldn't you? I go. You should have honest. Well, he's got a video. He'll show you. Oh, we'll, we'll have a look at that after. Oh, it literally, it was, it was, it was looking straight. The arm was on the way, and then it just went left. Just went complete left and smashed the pillar. And then really, the, oh yeah, that's that class. Whatever, it was great. <laughs> class. It was really good. But that, that was a good night. Boys will be good. boys. No, and like and London stuff's been fun. Like we played the Dublin Castle twice now. Um, Except um, Camden there. In it? Camden, yeah. Except most recent was last Wednesday, and that that was funny. That's a good place. That's a cool pub, that is. It is. It's, people expect it to be a lot more than it is, really, because it's, it's such a famous castle. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. In Dublin. <laughs> it's a tiny pub with tiny doors, it's tiny just a tiny doors pub. Yeah, it's, it's... I don't know if it's smarter pub. It's on Wine Street as well, isn't yeah, it? It's, yeah, it's right. not... But it's got, it's got a certain character to it, because you go up the road well, there, it. and there's, a, there's, another, there's another place then, like, and, and that's like a nice-ish sort of pub. They do like warm hummus and stuff. Mm. It. It's warm. just around the corner from that uh, etc. theatre we did. Cause you've got the oh, tube. yeah, yeah. We took a right, but if you've got the tube, we take a left and up the road. Yeah. That's where that place is. Was that, was that's that Camden? Was that Camden? Yeah, Camden, yeah, yeah. Well, Camden, we Camden High Street, didn't we? Yeah, because I did my comedy course. vinyl shop next to it as well. What's that? Which is part of the Dublin Castle. Well, no, they've got like a, um, like a vintage shop which has got different like instruments and vinyls, and then they got an actual vinyl shop then about three doors down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, back home I couldn't find a vinyl shop anyway, and they've got a couple just on our street. But they'd be able to get like vinyl PVC kind of oh, suits, but no records probably. PVC suits. Have you been to that pub in uh, by the, the World's End down in Camden? It is no. nuts. Mid, like a midday, right? This place yeah. looks like... Like it used to be five different pubs, but it's just been knocked through to this massive, massive. <laughs> like, it smells like a rock club, which is just feet and armpits. Class, right? And they play like death metal there at midday. Oh, I, I need to <laughs> go. Really? Yeah. I really want to go. Why so it's just, go it's just on the corner from there. Gone, yeah, right. Well, when I was in um, Bristol on the weekend doing that gig, yeah, in commas, um, yeah. Before the gig, I thought oh, I'd pop pop to the pub for half an hour and just chill out. And it was a pub at the co- road called William the Lion, <laughs> and um, yeah. there was. 
absolutely blasting drum and bass in it at like half eight in the night. Oh, the nice. DJ in the one room with three people watching him and then just people sat in the pub normally but it was just it was so loud and he couldn't talk and there was no bloke just sat in the corner by himself on a pint, you know, like it, it was a lonely old bloke yeah. on a pint. And he sat there as if there wasn't drum and bass playing. <laughs> low, but I was like this is local. Did it used to be as local, and now they play drum and bass, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah, changing clubs." No point now. I've been for years. Well, I can't be asked to find another one. I remember going to Bridgend, and there was something like something like half eleven or something. Like that. There was a pub in Bridgend called the Prince of Wales, and we were at the back, like in the beer garden. It shouldn't have been a beer garden. It just looked like a massive bin room outside, and they were playing Prodigy at like half eleven, <laughs> and I was thinking it was the Fat of the Land album. So as you know, that's it doesn't let 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 you know it doesn't hold back at well, all. Set, you set, set your yeah. stalls, didn't yeah. it? And, uh, go for I wouldn't end up going home if someone was playing prodigy yeah, like, in the afternoon. <laughs> I'd be out all night. Yeah, we were. So obviously, <laughs> over last year and a half, I've been quite quite busy things mm-hmm. taking off you a little bit what's oh, in what's coming up next and what's in the pipeline well next now well um there are gigs next year which i can't announce yet because we you know we're still working on them and there are ones booked which we, we we'll be announced on social media and everything soon um by the time this podcast is out uh this might it might be done by then but it's the 19th of this month 19th of december uh we're doing a a live radio playing for you and I radio me and Mirtha. Nice. Well, the boys, I can't, it's an acoustic thing, a nice little chill thing, um, which we've done one of those before and that was really good, so that, that's going to be nice. And the, it's the 19th again, oh, it's the 16th of January. We are doing Club Eiferbach uh, as part of this feeling's big in 2020 gig and there's some awesome bands on the bill for that as well. Really good bands. So that's going to be good. A so Swansea band as well. Or two Swansea bands, actually, on, on that bill. Have you, have you played um, Club Everback before? Yeah, I've done a couple. Um, <coughs> we've done three, is it? Three gigs? Yeah, we've done three gigs. And uh, they're all good. It's a great venue. Yeah. It is. And it pulls crowds as well. It's not even about ticket sales or any of that stuff. It's just people know if there's music on in club, it's, it's going to yeah. be a good... People would go on venue brand yeah. as yeah. much as they, who's on yeah. sort of they, thing. They don't have... They don't have bad nights in there or bad yeah. bands or anything. They, they, they have really good stuff. It's a mad building, no? It's like three it's, floors. Yeah, it's an horrible loading. Fucking with the drum kit. Oh, oh, oh my what floor god! You want? Oh, top floor. Top yeah. floor. Jeez. We we have the one on the. No lift. Have you seen there. the smaller room? On the floor below. Yeah, yeah. The first floor, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah they got like tight. Yeah, the first floor, and that, that was a that was a nice gig with, with the, only the poets. I think supporting one. And that was nice for a loading, but the top floor's killer. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Especially after the gig, when you're knackered and the adrenaline come down. And, oh, yeah. my God. It's had a really nice time, now I've got to work again. Oh, it's dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. So, like you said, you're the youngest in the band. Like, uh, how old are you started playing regularly in bands? Me, personally, I got in... Well, I was 14. People couldn't do that now. Yeah, I, I've yeah. been playing on White Street since I was 14. My yeah. bands. I um, went to this jam night again. Like I used to go to a few different open mics. I think it was the Bayview Jam night, was it? Or was it Reef Bar or Bar Reef in Swansea? And um, I went there, met this guitarist there who was running it, named Dean. And he said, oh, I'm, I'm with a band, um, if you want a, a drummer, because their drummer's a singer. He's, a, he's actually the singer for our Brom Just Cover band. Oh, yeah. So it's, a bit, it's all like a small world. And he said, um, he was like, oh, if you want to good, he thought I was good, because I'd been playing for a few years at that point. And he said, uh, I've won some gigs, some paid gigs. So I was like, it's not what? He's like, yeah, you just come and play some gig, uh, some songs for two hours, cover songs, you pay 50 quid. Brilliant. Imagine me, and he pissed myself. So yeah, yeah well, 14 years of age, yeah. 50 quid is like... And could their drummer... Um, look at the boys on the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, could their, could their drummer... <laughs> there's, there's, 
their drummer's a really good uh, their drummer's a really good singer see and he was in Bromwich's band so he was busy singing and I think he was happy he could get someone to fill in for him a bit yeah and um, yeah I was busy from them with them and then that led to other things then playing with different covers bands listen what, look at the what the boys doing on you Gee, you got clothes on <laughs> there we are they, yeah, so they, um, for anyone who's wondering what's going on when now, a um, <laughs> Ryan, uh, the band's manager, has, has set up, up a, uh, what do you say, it's a, a video link, a video link, but it's like Just a, it on the phone, so the, all the boys are on FaceTime now, the boys who couldn't make it are on FaceTime yeah. watching us on With the no clothes. yeah, so that's uh, it's nice, it's nice, <laughs> modern wonders of modern technology, you're lucky it's in the video one, Jesus, we'd be banned. But the reason um, the reason I asked that, Carl, is because uh, you mentioned yeah. Chloe Bach. I went to mm-hmm. watch uh, KG Elephant there probably about yeah. 10 years ago. And the guitarist at the time was 14. Wow. He dropped out of school and he was touring. But then after the gig, That's he, he shouldn't have been in the venue. He should have been politely asked, asked to leave. See, me with bouncers used to be like, where are you off? And I'm like, I'm playing with the band. And yeah. they had to follow me there to make sure I wouldn't lie in. Because they had the drum kit my bamper dropped me off. Because then would you, go, would you be able to stay afterwards or would you be... Uh, oh, God, no, I'd be straight out. My parents would be out watching me. I'd be straight out then. After the gig, <laughs> I'd get paid and go straight to yeah. I think it's one of the Welshest things anyone said in the podcast as well. My, my bumpy dropped me off. So. <laughs> my bumpy dropped my bumper dropped me off. But yeah, but uh, after the gig, and yeah. he, he was just running around the venue. This this fourteen year old guitarist, like like a fourteen year old who like was in a nightclub. Yeah. He, 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 he wasn't sort of like a sweet shop. Uh, he wasn't stainly out at all. Like he was very excited to be. Oh, there. no, girls everywhere. Fake moustache. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fake so like, we've mentioned a couple of iconic venues. We've got any sort of favourite venues we've played so far with the band? Um, Sin City and Swansea is a good one, mind. It is like I I like playing club and stuff, but um, I do like Sin City and Swansea. The Bungo in Swansea is doing really well uh, for getting bands in, and there's another band uh, venue in Swansea as well. The, the Swansea's doing really well for people making an effort now to bring a music scene back. Good. Uh, Creature Sound, like yeah. a non-funded yeah. venue, like help homeless out. And yeah, stuff. Alan, they're Alan Chambers, Alan and Kaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they um, we've actually never gigged there, and I'm, I'm glad we haven't. But we'll try put something on. But they're really good. I love what they're doing, and then. Like the Dublin Castle, it's not one of my favourite ones. Mine, like we did, um, did Cardiff Football Club yeah. Stadium. That was a good gig. It was half time. I can't remember what. Cardiff what? Football Club, also yeah. known as Cardiff City. Was yeah, it Cardiff yeah. City? Yeah. Oh, Cardiff, 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 Cardiff Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> Is there another one? Those biggest ones, you think? Swansea by Forgive me. Swansea by Ah, that's lossless. Yeah, who are they playing? What game was I playing in Cardiff? Cardiff Ground. Do you remember Huddersfield? No longer. So it was like corporate box, sort of half time type thing, was it? Uh, could I have been know. paid if the so manager didn't so know, does, doesn't remember it. Well, I haven't got the invoice. No. I didn't get I haven't the invoice. Oh, we didn't get paid for it. Don't worry about that. Cardiff had this field game, I think it was. Was it? Probably like a half time sort of corporate, corporate box type thing. Was it on the pitch? It's actually before or? the game. Right. Um, it just in but with the bar and the things are. Oh, the fan zone type thing. That'd be like a stand. Yeah, the stands. Before we went on. But that was a nice kick. You Are you tempted um, to tell him you were from Swansea at all? Or? No. no <laughs> when the boys is going to bring a Swansea flag over the bass oh, drum, I didn't want to get fucking kicked in. Yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> well, that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to bring a Swansea flag and then I'm going to put it over your yeah. instruments. Over your instruments. <laughs> I hope you get burned down a bad head. But you mentioned that this feeling's big in 2020. Yeah. Before the recording, I hadn't heard of that. Could you mm-hmm. give us a bit of more information on what that is? They just... Um, what is this feeling? Like, it's similar to like a BBC introducing thing. Right. They just... They find and they, they they don't set up for any bands. They work hard to get good bands and ones which they think will be you know they they'll turn heads when uh, after a bit of pushing and things. And they do they they promote bands and you know right they they have their own this feeling stage at 
most of the major festivals around now, and they put on a lot of nights in the Moon Club in Cardiff. Right. And oh my God, there's uh, all the bands in there are awesome. Yeah. Uh, every single gig is brilliant. We've played with some awesome bands there. And it's all UK wide, yeah. They're not just based in Cardiff. The ones with, when they come to Cardiff, they put them on in the moon and pack it out and stuff. And some some of our best gigs have been on this feeling gigs. They have, and I expect this big in twenty twenty one and sixteenth of Jan. That's gonna be a really good one. It's quite an accolade to have then, because you sort of been handpicked for this list of uh, yeah, no. bands to watch. No, I didn't want really to blow your own trumpet. You must be good. No, you must be good if you've been handpicked. It's good. No, it is good. It's good. No, when they haven't just picked bands just to chuck the gig on, they want to just fill the bill up. But you said you're on with a couple of other Swansea bands. Was it a regional type thing then? Or? Yeah, I don't know, really. It's, um, well, we got Pastel and the Street Pursuit that were on, us, uh, on there with us. Two of the boys from Pastel and Manchester, but the other one's right. from Swansea. They do a lot okay. of Swansea stuff, they, maybe not as much now. Um, got a good name. The Street Pursuit boys are all Swansea. I've grown up with one of them, and we took them to London, and they, they've, right. they've supported us about three four times. They're brilliant. And we did a, we supported them in Cincinnati not long ago. So they're on there, which I'm glad of, because they're a really good band. Uh, who else is on there? Wint. Yeah, Wint are on there. Um, I think they're Cardiff-based. And there used to be a band called The Broadcast before. It was the same band, and they were brilliant. Right. We watched them. Me, me, yeah, me and Shane watched them in the scene a while ago, and they were brilliant. And Young Garbo as well, who were on Creation 23 label with Alan McGee. That's the name I've seen popping up on a different thing. Yeah, they, Young they Valley's boys, I think. They Merthyr or Roundabouts. Not far. One of them was from where's that place by Tyler's Town? We went there that time. That awful. Oh, Watchtown. Watchtown. Yeah, he Watch was there. Like, oh yes, man. I know. Garin, What's his name? Garin. They supported us once. I think he's left. They supported us before they could boys. They could band as well. Yeah. And being on Alan McGee's thing as well. It's really I think good. they've had a few changes now. I think one of the boys left or something. I think I'm not sure. Something. Yeah, they've had little bits. I'm not completely sure what I am. I haven't really seen them posting anything to be honest. But no. We, we'll all have a big catch-up now anyway. Yeah, but we'll it's, it's good up. to see the boys doing well, you know? That's no, it is good. It's, no, it's really good. I'm really glad of it. But, um, and they're all good bands on the bill as well. It's going to be really good. It's probably going to be solid. It's going to be rammed. So we're all looking forward to that. So we said earlier about like, sort of drummers being maybe a certain type of person or like mm-hmm. um, the wild or a, sort of a stereotype that goes with it. Did you always want like to be animal. a... Do- yeah, yeah, it's, it yeah, is. Yeah, the, the one, animal the one on the, the phone just now, he looked like a hero. Well, he animal, yeah. <laughs> He's a bit no, you know, he looks like a drummer. You look, you know. Oh, he's a but did, did you sort of he was drumming something you always wanted to do, Carl? Or well, did yeah. Well, did mom I, or dad inspire you? Or? I uh, well, I'm the only musician in the family. Okay. Um, I have got well, I have got a grandfather who played drums, but I don't, I don't see him. He hasn't. I haven't taken after him or anything. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Um, don't know. I had a little toy drum kit when I was two, and I didn't get off it. And then um, when I was in primary school, so I would have been year. Year four, so it would have been about seven, seven eight, yeah, eight, eight, seven, nine. eight, uh, yeah, seven, eight years old. And um, I used to get in lots of trouble at school. I wasn't good in school at all. Like I nearly got kicked out of primary in my comp, but it was even worse then. Brilliant. And um, I used to do my teacher's head in by Miss Lyles. I used to do her head right in by Shout out to Miss Lyles. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, I knew because <laughs> hope you're okay. No, I used to uh, <laughs> I used to hit the tables with, pe- with pens all the time, and I used to really piss her off. And literally, as a thing, just. You know, like quite standard. She went, Oh, I'd put you in for drum things, see if we shut you up. And I did like two years worth of work in four months with a music teacher on the did drums. You, did it shut you up? Y- yeah, well. Should have put elastic bands on the bike. Yeah, so no, I, I know, yeah, it did. Um, but no, well, I, I got, I decided listening in primary then because I had something to do. I got a drum teacher then when I was in year five, I think, within the year, uh, called Ray. He's amazing drummer. He's played with the Supremes. He's, he's, really? He's, oh, he's awesome. 
Filipino guy and he sounds more Welshy than any of us. <laughs> I honestly nothing like it, honestly God. And he's amazing. And he's brought up some other drummers who are doing awesome stuff like John Legend and things now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's brought up some awesome people. Um So it comes yeah. in good hands mm-hmm. it and coming through like maybe some of there's a bit of a stable of drummers coming mm, through following with them like that's it yeah but going back to Miss Lyles um, you know that's, I think what she did there was, was a perfect thing to do because a lot of teachers a lot of adults would be like stop doing that that's naughty you yeah. mustn't do that yeah. but she saw something there and thought it's getting on my tits but maybe tits, maybe there's yeah. something here maybe yeah. maybe can maybe. put them in the right direction so, so yeah, too, too much of energy in class to, to, to be trying to do work with I was, I was disrupting everyone else and when I couldn't be bothered to look at the Drum work. Drum lessons are obviously better than Ritalin, so it's... Absolutely, yeah. Just, yeah, don't hit your kid, just put them in drum lessons. Yeah, if anyone's got it. And it was a very high, yeah. high, highly, high, very high energy children, yeah. maybe. High, high, drum high, lessons. high energy, borderline autistic children <laughs> in drum lessons. Yeah, a drum kit has some earplugs. It works. Yeah, that's it. Um, no, and I, I've been playing drums longer than a lot of people my age have because of that, really. And I really got into it. Like, I... I tried every single type of sports, whether it was MMA or football. I, did, I enjoyed MMA when I was younger, but um, it just wasn't my thing. I did every type of sports, and my, my mother would say I'd be running the, the wrong way, waving to her when I was playing football. <laughs> or I'd have a full rugby game with the school in primary and early stages of comp, and I'd come back, she'd be like, have you played, boy? And I'd be like, yeah, well, game, and I didn't have a bit of mud on me. <laughs> Honest to God. So, yeah, it weren't for me. But, um, yeah, it was natural with drums somehow. So Random. with the MMA, you like hitting things, but maybe not getting hit back. But yeah. drums, yeah. you can hit Couldn't them as you want. They don't hit you back either. Yeah, they don't hit you back, drums done. But no, my stepfather was big into MMA with me and stuff. Well, I started before him, actually, and then, like every other sport, left after a few years. Well, I think, a, I think good advice there is, like, if you are taking your stepson to MMA lessons, maybe start having them yourself as well, just in case he gets a bit too just good. Just in case he it. No. Yeah. Oh, God, not him, I wouldn't, no. But, uh, no, and he did well. He, he enjoyed that anyway. He went on to European champion then. He was oh, yeah, yeah. Look at so, yeah, I didn't. I just stepped with the drums. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of talented, happy accidents going on here, isn't there? I know. Well, who well, drum well, lessons? I've, I've thought about it millions of times. Oh, she's thought, oh, I'll chuck him in drums now. You yeah. know, he has no music relation, like, at all. None of his family. He never talks about music or playing drums. And turned out it was natural playing drums. Oh, well, <laughs> well, well done, Miss uh, I did see her not too long, about a year ago. My sister. I got a younger sister who went to the same primary. Right. Um... She's actually in year eight now, which is mental. She's 13. But, um, yeah, so when I used to go back to the primary to see her... Yeah, she so would have been a couple of years now. Uh, to pick her up from primary, I'd see her then. And uh, my old music teacher as well, who actually She's taught me the drums. Still playing the drums? Yeah, not literally. That's, ah. how, that's how I get everything. I still get that now. That's nice. Um, and my old music teacher, Kath Millard, then, she actually taught me the basic drums, even though she's a violin player and a piano player. I don't know if she did, but she did. And... I re- she's actually out in Cyprus a minute playing, working, living there, and I got in touch with her boys by accident. I filled in for this band, like an Irish type band, and both her boys are in it. So because yeah. of that, I'm in touch with her now as well. That's nuts. But just be mad. That, that's quite nice motivation as well because like people will often say to me like, "How's oh, the comedy thing going?" And it's always yeah. nice to go. It's still going. It's you know, so yeah, it's still going. Like, How's drumming going? You don't want to be saying, "I work for Abner now." I've quit three jobs for one, I'm not gonna do it. As soon as I see it getting in the way is oh, I'd rather I'd rather be skint. Yeah, those jobs aren't for you. What's what, what for you is drumming, no. isn't it? I can't do normal work the same as I couldn't do school. I you need so sad it. What's the worst job you've ever had? Oh dear. The most recent one or? Uh, in the lab in a vapor shop was a nice one. Oh god, that was bad. I was on about four quid an hour 
and it was on. Is lab <laughs> a bit of a bit of a stretch for a, in a vape shop? Lab, yeah, oh, lab oh, mix, test mixing the flavors and oh, test tubes. No, we used to make the flavors. Right, oh, it was hard, and it was four quid now. No windows, boiling with a big breaking bad looking suit on. <laughs> Honest to God, like the vape nerds you get in there. Then. And then I and everyone used to vape, and I didn't. I was like, what a, a shit that is. I'd rather. So what's your like if people got a specialty cocktail or something? Like that, what's your what's your specialty vape? I don't know. I, I used to be useless at it because I used to just spew it, and when I had to make the coffee one, it was like poor coffee. And I was sick loads in it. I got the poor coffee extract <laughs> or the menthol. Yeah, the really strong menthol crystals that come in a barrel. And to break yeah. it up, you have to lock it on the floor and jack it to smash them all up. And, oh, God, I feel like my eyes are bleeding after They're really that, strong, though. They can, they can really hurt you. Oh, mate, like honestly, the stuff old men chuck on um, saunas to piss it out. I want a men's room to chuck in a sauna. Yeah, like that, yeah. Honestly, God, they used to burn hell of me. So I was like, no, I'm not doing this. And I went to a call centre, which went bad. I'm working for Virgin. And they, I, it was a real shame that they had a problem with my kicking on the weekends in the end because they were fine in the beginning yeah. and they'd pay me weekly and there were loads of nice people I used to play yeah. pool in our breaks it was a great uh, work and a great job and they had a problem with me gigging so I had to leave in but that's so but, but when you're doing this when you're pushing into so you know the band is, is really a priority you want jobs mm-hmm. as opposed to a career because when you've got that's a career it. it's nice and it's safe and it's difficult to move away from it's that so shitty jobs or, yeah. make you work harder if you go, if you go in the army you'll go into like police or something you work towards exactly, getting a pension yeah, yeah. you're there f- till you're 60 I couldn't yeah but shitty, not shitty jobs it, and inspiring teachers get you, get you ahead with, uh, with music but like you said you were pushed towards drums before you did uh, music so drumming came yep. before you were interested in music I'd say so yeah I would yeah and then I got into music by listening to it then I, I yeah. was never um I know some people are probably big on their music and they they play this and what they listen to and then think, oh, I'll play something I'd be interested in it. But no, I was pushed into it completely random. I had no affiliation with music, playing, nothing, no family like it. Did you gravitate to any particular band or sound or type of music? (coughs) Um, Funk stuff, I like. I love all funky stuff. I love love pop drums as well, like the sample drums. I love playing those stuff. Yeah. That that type of stuff, I think it's brilliant. But... um, yeah, funk and things. Rock was never my thing. Rock, rock isn't my the strongest thing anyway. Strongest uh, genre, but um, I've really been enjoying it. Like it's, it is good. It's interesting it's to hear that because a lot of people will say, "Oh, well, I like Dave Grohl, Nirvana. Or I liked well, I John John but with Led Zeppelin, rock. they're a rock band, but yeah. there's so much blues and sort of rhythm and they so more, um, They're just more groove, and they feel yeah. Zeppelin. Like Bonham, the, the feel he has is mental. And it's not just loud, energetic drumming at all. He, to be honest, he sets back more than he stands out. Mm. But he was always my thing that I went towards. Well, like, was, mm. Who was the drummer from the band Cream? The Ginger or something? Jimmy Baker, no. Who's recently died. Yeah, just recently died. See, like, he was never my... He, I, I'd never listened to Cream as much. He was trained like ja- like a jazz drummer, jazz, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, but he was like during the same time as people like Mitch Mitchell with Jimi Hendrix, all these jazz roles and things. Mm-hmm. Even though Hendrix wasn't jazz, no, he filled in as like a blues drums, guitarist, yeah. didn't he? They were just Phil's mental when they were drummers back then. They yeah. were um, mental, which made the sound back then. But like guitarists and stuff nowadays, where they hate the drummer who played like that. Yeah. Oh my God, no, they'd absolutely hate them. But um. No, but they, they're awesome drummers, but yeah, Bonham was always my thing, and Animal Love, I'm a bit tired. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> and Buddy Rich, the jazz, a, so yeah, Buddy Rich as well. favourite drummer. So, like, got yeah. this, um, the, the, this feeling? This, this feeling. This feeling, things yeah. coming up. Any new music as well to go along with? Well, I think we planned on two singles 
early in the year we want to do and we want to do an album by the mid next year as well so we've got an ep out or anything at the moment we haven't no we've we've got the single loosen up which came out right. when do you know what month that came out right it was mid mid year was it Sub- oh, late the mid year never mind september um which we brought out before we worked with ryan and our management company we did have two well yeah we had about two tracks out uh, but uh, like one of them we kept on but one of them wasn't out sound at all so we took it off it was just it was just wrong for us it didn't even sound like this so yeah i think we just got the two videos up a minute but it's nice to have a conference to do that just to mm. put, make something create something i think no we're gonna ditch that rather than going it did, with it and it did really well it, it did really well like reach twice and stuff on facebook it was like quarter yeah. million people it was like eighty thousand views or something silly it okay. did well but it you know it's like it's not organic reach it's not because people like the band is, is paying to promote on facebook and it's just not us whereas like now we don't we don't do that it's we put songs up, and then if they do well, if people like them, they do well. If people don't share them and stuff, then they don't. Do you th- do you think over the last sort of year and a half you've sort of settled into a sound or settled into a what the now actually is? Yeah, it hasn't. It's it's only come recently. Mind we've only now found our sound and what we actually enjoy yeah. doing. We write really comfortably, um, and that's the the late the song that's out from September, loosen up, and we've we've got you know at, at least we we've got ones which we're planning on recording now for the new year, but. Um, there's at least a couple of those now which we've really been enjoying and um, they're easier to write as well but that's part of, of coming together as a band 18 months is not a long time is it's it not, it, no, at and all, it goes really you know, quick as well even though that's um, about uh, 10% of your life yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah. not a long time is it <laughs> no. so it's yeah. but that's the, 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 so the EP and the albums will come down naturally yeah. as you sort of yeah. push on the next couple of years no, it's, it's it sounds like really quick. it sounds like it's quite an exciting time to be uh, be Callum Van and Borg of, of the now um, we've got a couple really of features now to, to, to finish up with Carl it should have been great but um, there's a feature we do every episode um, we didn't tell you before we started we should have really out of courtesy um, it's just simply called um, is your head bigger than take. Drew's because I've got, as you Definitely. can see, as you can see, I've got a large, <laughs> very a large, large head. Swede. Well, a lot of people have tried, but everyone has failed so far. Carl. So uh, you know, the challenge has been laid down. Um, so it's it's a conference. It is. Don't don't panic. It's, it's not, a conference. Uh, it's not going to do your inside leg or anything. No, do no, no, no. You beat him there, I reckon. So uh, so we'll start. <laughs> so how uh, how how big is your head? My head is bigger than yours. Yeah, well, it's got to be true. We'll see. You know, I'm sixty-three centimeters. What did you describe as a head like a full seat? Butternut squash. Head like a butternut squash. Like a head like a head like a puff called donkey is my preferred uh, <laughs> preferred one. Let's do it. <laughs> so we go for metric, what not imperial. We go for me- not imperial, no. Not imperial, no. Oh God. What we thinking? It's gotta be. Fifty nine. Fifty nine. Sixty three. Thankfully, over the Sweet years, enough. I have grown into my head. Thankfully, it was it's been a size of ten. Um, <laughs> it's the bigger than your average brain. That's what drew. Well, I, 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 I did used to bash my head a lot as a child, and I the more you bash your head, head. The, your head expands. Yeah. Like Jackie Chan apparently has got his head to size. I speak over there because well, he's Jackie Chan's broke every bone. Yeah, exactly. I used to bash my head all the time as a child. It's partly from that. Jackie Chan, otherwise known as I Big Head. <laughs> large Swede Chan amazing and I've got a little feature here uh, yeah. anagrams of your name no, I think you've <laughs> and I've got a long name as yeah, well. yeah yeah it's a very a forward name not including like my middle name it's, weird, it's like a Dutch porn star name it's very very impressive <laughs> so like I, I've got like five uh, an- anagrams yeah, yeah in 10 years you might have another job happy days um, yeah <laughs> 
So, so what I've got, the anagrams of Callum, Callum Van Bogard, is that it? Van Den Bogard, yeah. Van Den Bogard. Oh, that's a, such an impressive name. My name is <laughs> Stefan Evans, that's which if you translate it, it's Steve, so Steve, Welsh, no. Stephen Evans. Shit name. <laughs> Shit. That's yeah. a good name. So, uh, so the anagrams of your name, Callum, uh, we've got um, uh, <laughs> Beaver Lung MacDonald. <laughs> I got over a nickname out of this. Yeah, yeah, feel free to keep one of these. The, the last one. Uh, There's going to be the best one, I think. Uh, <laughs> Vold Barnacled Mung. <laughs> Mun. Yeah, the Welsh in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, advanced Mould Bungler. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, uh, Abd- Abdul Condemn Gravel. <laughs> and this one is my favourite. Lunged Velcro Badman. Yeah, I like that one. Ah, Lunged <laughs> Velcro Badman. Abdul, Abdul, Abdul Condemn Gravel. Gravel. Yeah. Yeah. And lunged. Oh, the internet is an amazing thing. <laughs> That's phenomenal. I've never thought they'd do that ever. Yeah, well, I've got a lot of time in my hands, I'll be honest. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna nick, uh, nick yeah, the yeah, lunch, can, I think. Yeah, definitely. Well, y- you've sort of embraced that feature quite well too, Carl. Because a lot of our guests will just sit there really awkwardly listening to it and just don't know what to do with this. So you, like, oh, you went along. Okay. You, you yeah, sort yeah. of took along like them. Yeah, it was good. Being the group chat now is my new name on the. Oh yeah, you got like a possibility of three, three or five there. I think. Three or all five. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> this has been lovely, Carl. Um, anything sort of obviously what's coming up now? How can people get in touch and stay in touch with what they now we're doing? Uh, well, we, we're on every sort of um, social media platform. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. We're on TikTok. Bebo. Apparently, I only the hell it. is TikTok? T- I don't. It's shit. Is I it? <laughs> but it's, get, it's getting the younger crowd in, and it's like all. Um, See those mimey music videos on Facebook? People making videos miming all these. Oh, you would have come clips. across TikTok. T- you would have seen it. It's point. huge. It's, it's, um, yeah, we are yeah. on that. The only vi- there's, I think there's a few videos on there. One from a live gig, and one when a guitarist promised got flooded in his house. Brilliant. Uh, so I think that's on it. Um, but we're just on Instagram and Facebook as the Now UK. Awesome. Can find us on all of those. Um, Snapchat, I think, we're the same. I can't. I'm sure we're the Now UK on everything. And um, sounds very busy. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's good. I think Shane manages all our Snapchat and things, so it gives us a break. And ah, so you'd have to do. So he does it all. Have to do. It. Ah. Shane's brilliant. He, he sets up all the social media accounts and looks through them all. Brilliant. I think I think we've got them logged in on some of our phones, but um, yeah, as far as posting and things, does he keep the, the stalkers and stuff away? Does he? he no, he, he adds them. He, <laughs> uh, he finds out who stalks us and adds them on Snapchat. Shane does, but it's a fan. It's a couple it's of win win for him. It's a couple of extra, it's a couple of extra then tickets. Then. Yeah, he brings about fifteen girls a show. Who don't know they're there for each, the same guy. Barrier, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's um, it's brilliant. It's nice. Well, make sure you take Christmas now to chill out and relax before this busy yeah. New Year you've got ahead of you. Yeah. Best of luck to you on everything. Yeah. Thank, Thank you very, very much for having me anyway. Really no, enjoyed. nice one, Carl. Cheers, guys.